What's up, what's up, what's up, my bitches? Hi, y'all. It's Allie here again. Um, a day late and a dollar short per usual. We are coming at you Wednesday instead of Tuesday because something I have realized is one, I need to start recording these bitches a lot fucking earlier than the day before or two, we got to switch it to Wednesday because Mondays are a clusterfuck from hell. I don't know about y'all, but Mondays I blink and I'm like, what just happened to my life? Coming off of a weekend, trying to get caught up, especially at the beginning of the month. It's just, it's a hot, steamy mess. So we're rolling with it and we're coming at you Wednesday because I don't want to go another week without talking to you. So what has happened in the world of Allie Griffith? Well, we have just been rocking and rolling, you know, with life. April was a really tough mental month for me. Um, just mentally, I just wasn't there, you know, like just struggling with inner talk, inner dialogue. I just kind of took a step back and spent some time for me. I read a shit ton of books to try to escape from the clusterfuck that was my life and where my head was and the best place to escape is in a book, especially a smutty romance book. Y'all, I feel like y'all have gotten to know a lot more about me through my book recommendations because anytime I recommend a book to y'all, I'm like, these people probably think I am like the most kinkiest motherfucker in this world. Like, they're probably like, who is this bitch, Allie Griffith? Because these books are whoo, hot and steamy. I am all for the smut. I am a hoe for a taboo smutty romance novel. Like, give me a good age gap. Give me a good forbidden love mixed with a little, a lot of smut. And we are, we are good to go. So that is pretty much what I did all of April. I worked and I read and I escaped, but it was a, it's really good. You know, it's really good to learn how to cope with our mental shit, all of our emotions, all the hard times with things other than food and alcohol. Because where I would have normally coped with two or three glasses of wine at night, you know, I would have normally coped with eating whatever the fuck I wanted. I knew that that wasn't going to help me in any way. And it's just an escape. It's just a band-aid over it. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather put a band-aid over my issues that's not going to kind of make me feel like shit later on. And anytime I read a book, it doesn't make me feel like shit later on. So that was my escape. And I loved it, especially because, you know, with marathon training, I haven't been able to really run since my marathon. So that's usually my biggest escape and I haven't been able to do that. Uh, so we just kind of rocked and rolled and, you know, found a new thing. I read fucking... I think I read like 23 books last month, y'all. I kid you not. It's insane. Um, and I I literally feel like I could have read so many more. Uh, biggest suggestions on books I read last month. I 100% think you should read The Bittersweet Duet. If you are into forbidden romance, um, it does have a trigger for infidelity. But it is Chef's Kiss as well as Verity is really good. It's kind of like a psychological thriller type shit. And Love Unexpected, that is a really taboo. QB, QB Tyler, y'all, I don't know if you look her up on Instagram. She is the queen of taboo, the queen of smutty taboo. And I am here for it. I have loved every single one of her books. Um, but if you guys ever need book suggestions, follow me on Instagram at Allie Griffith. I have all of the good book suggestions, but this isn't a book podcast. And I know I talk about them a lot, but it's just, 
a newfound passion of mine. And anytime I get obsessed with anything, I can't help but talk about it. I mean, that is like with running and now reading, you know, yeah, my full time job is being, you know, influencing and Beachbody coach and, you know, helping people through that avenue. But I also just find it you know, adds best variety and layers to have a lot of interest. And right now these are my two interests. So we're just rolling with them. So pick yourself up a good smutty romance book. And if you're like, I fucking hate reading, bitch, me too. I hated reading. Literally the 10 pages I had to read for 75 hard was the hardest motherfucking thing I ever did. But there is something so much different. Um, smutty romance versus personal development nonfiction. Like my goal is to read one personal development nonfiction book a month but like my goal for smutty romance is like 15 books like it's just not the same it is not the same so pick up a book read it use that as an escape like y'all seriously finding escapes from these mental struggles that we have finding escapes from the shit that goes on in our head yes life is fucking overwhelming right there is a lot going on there's a lot of stress at us i mean we have so many roles that we play as women and as mothers and wives and girlfriends and you know we're employees and we're sisters and we're daughters and we're all of these things to everybody else and that can get very overwhelming which then puts us into a mental mind fuck and then we lean to food and alcohol and these things always usually leave us feeling shittier than when we started and so if we can just find something that gives us equal enjoyment that doesn't leave us feeling shitty at the end of it y'all that is what we need to do I am all for escaping I'm all for escaping our realities and trying to get away from the mental fuck that is our lives but escaping in a way that's going to be productive versus What's the opposite of productive? No, I don't know. Productive versus a fucking mind fuck. I don't know. Whatever the opposite of productive is. So maybe it's going on a walk. Maybe it's going on a run. Maybe it's reading a smutty romance book or a thriller. Maybe it's just something, right? But something is better than nothing or something is better than drowning our feelings in alcohol and waking up the next day feeling like shit. So if I can give you any tip is find your vice. Find your vice that helps you escape, but doesn't leave you feeling like shit. And that, my friends, will help transform your life more than ever. Reading and running is mine. Reading and running. And if I'm running, I'm listening to an audiobook, y'all. Let me tell you, if you don't run listening to like a good romance audiobook, you're doing it wrong, honey. You're doing it wrong. Okay, so I think that's enough of an introduction. Hold on, I'm gonna drink my water. Remember... What do we say? A hydrated bitch is a happy bitch. Drink your water. Every time I cuss, you got to take a swig. What if you had to take a shot every time I cussed? I feel like I would be paying for people to get new livers at that point. All right. So what are we going to talk about today, my friends? So I polled y'all on Instagram and asked what you guys wanted me to talk about today because y'all know I do this for you. You know, I don't make a single dime from this podcast. I really am just doing it for y'all to help give you guys more value to help 
lead you in a direction of health, happiness, prosperity, help lead you in the direction that you feel like you need to go, whether that's, you know, whatever that is. And so a big thing that y'all wanted help with is nutrition and more specifically, just kind of like how to get started in your nutrition journey and how to, you know, really set yourself up for success on this new health and fitness and lifestyle endeavor that you have. And so I came up with five tips Five tips that I came to mind, five tips that I teach my clients in depth to really truly help transform the way that you start your journey, but also to keep you going. Because anybody can start, but not many people finish, right? Not many people get to where they wanna go and achieve any goals. Because I truly believe that they start wrong, that you guys start balls to the wall, that we start, you know, in a way that is this all or nothing mindset, or we start in a negative mind space. And that only ends up kind of trickling over into everything else until eventually we give up. So here we go. The five tips. Number one, pick one thing at a time. The biggest thing that I see people do is they try to do too much. They get too big for their britches and they start just trying to do everything in their power to lose the weight or to get healthier, whatever the case may be. Once they decide, all right, I'm going to do this, then they're like, all right, let's fucking do it. We're going to throw away all the food that we have on our pantry. We're going to pick a fucking hard ass workout. We're going to go keto. We're going to go paleo. We're going to pick this strenuous diet and we're going to go hundred percent. We're starting Monday, but first we got to binge all weekend, right? And then we're going to start Monday, right? This is how I see all the time people start and it could be furthest thing from the right thing to do. Y'all, the best thing to do is pick one thing at a time. It's called habit stacking, right? That is what we want to do. We want to make sure we take baby steps into this. So one, we don't get overwhelmed, but two, we don't try to take on too much and shock our system. Our brain is already programmed to the way we live right now, right? It's programmed to crave carbs and salty food and alcohol and and not movement and all this stuff it's programmed to say this is what we do we like to do this this is comfortable and if you try to do too much too soon your brain's gonna be like bitch what the fuck are you doing we don't do this we don't like this and it's gonna fight you until eventually you're gonna get overwhelmed you're gonna feel like this is too hard and you're gonna quit the trick is And I'm going to give you guys my million dollar trick that I only share with my clients, but because I love y'all, I'm going to share. The trick is to make small little changes so your brain doesn't have a chance to revolt against you. So maybe that means you drink a 12 pack of soda a fucking day or two, two liters a day. Maybe that means that you decide, all right, I'm going to cut that in half. That's going to be my one thing this week. I'm going to focus on cutting my soda consumption in half. You're not adding workouts. You're not fucking changing your diet. You're not doing anything else but focusing on cutting your soda intake in half. Once you do that for a week and you're like, all right, I can do this. Then you can say, what's my next goal? I'm cut my soda in half. Now I'm going to cut it down to one can a day, right? Or maybe two cans a day. Then you do that for a week. That feels good. You're starting to actually feel better because that is a big change. Then you're like, all right, what else can I do? All right, maybe I can add more vegetables. So now you're drinking one soda a day and adding more vegetables. And you just keep going from there, adding different things each week or every two weeks until eventually you will blink and a year will pass by and your entire fucking life will have transformed and you will be a completely different person 
because you stuck to it. Y'all, anybody can go balls to the wall. Anybody can. But likelihood of them finishing is slim to none. And yeah, you might get faster results going balls to the wall, doing everything at one time, 100%. But what do we say about faster results? The faster they come, the faster they go, bitches, right? The faster the results come, the faster they go. And so our goal is not to have the fastest results. Our goal is to have the most sustainable results because it's not what we do in extremes that matter. It's what we do consistently that matters. Anybody can do things extremely, No, not many people can do them consistently. And what we do consistently is what yields the results, not what we do extremely for a short amount of time, y'all. Remember, you don't have to do things extreme to get the results. You just have to do them consistently. The number two goes is slow and steady. It goes into number one, right? Y'all, I can't say this enough is slow and steady wins the race. Have y'all ever heard that the, the, the fucking story of the tortoise and the hare, right? And I don't, I don't know. Maybe I've said this on a podcast somewhere. Who the fuck knows? But the tortoise and the hare. So the tortoise is a slow motherfucker. The hare is a fast motherfucker, right? The hare is like, I am going to crush it. I'm going to kill you. You are slow as molasses on a cold winter's day. And there ain't no way in hell that you're going to beat me right now. The tortoise is like, all right, homie. I probably won't, but you know what? I'm going to be a consistent ass motherfucker and I'm going to try my hardest being consistent at one pace where the hair is like, "Mm, that's stupid. We're going to go out balls to the wall and we're going to, we're going to beat you faster and better. So the hair goes out, hauls ass. Tortoise goes out conservatively at a pace that feels good to him. Right before the end, the hair is exhausted, totally depletes and can't finish. The tortoise reigns victorious. Because where the tortoise might have been going slower, the tortoise could go longer. And that is what gets you to the finish line. So y'all, slow and steady. It doesn't matter how fast you go out. It matters how strong you finish. Because no one remembers how anybody starts, right? But everybody remembers how somebody finishes. And so, yeah, you can go out balls to the wall. You can do the strictest diets. You can go running a fucking mile a day or two miles a day or three miles a day. You can go out and cut every single carb and do all of these extreme measures and get fast results. But if you can't do that a year from now, you're going to find yourself right back to where you fucking started. And that's not going to transform your life. Getting quick results does not transform your life. Having sustainable results transforms your life. It's not what we do sometimes that matters. It's what we do most of the time. And so going slow and steady, make sure that one, we don't overwhelm ourselves with everything that we have on our plate, right? And does it make sure it makes sure that we're not spreading ourselves too thin, but it also makes sure that we're giving ourselves an adjustment period. So if you're not working out at all, it's fucking stupid to go from zero workouts a day to seven workouts a day because you're going to burn out and you're going to give up and you're not going to go far. But yeah, you might not get as many results if you go from zero to two workouts a day. But guess what? Doing two workouts a day for a month is more than you probably would do doing them seven days a week for a week because you're exhausted by the next week. And then you add on from there. 
slow and steady, and then stack and stack until you eventually get to where you want to go. Y'all, if I would have tried to do something extreme like 75 hard or go for my goal of 365 workouts in a year right during, you know, the beginning of my journey, I would have fell on my fucking face. I would have fell on my face. It would not have been pretty. I would have not completed it and it would not have gone over well right? And so knowing this, I knew that something had to change. Y'all, nothing changes unless nothing changes. And you've tried it your way. I tell, I'm going to tell y'all exactly like I tell my clients. You've tried it your way. That shit didn't work clearly because you're here. How about you try it my way and then we'll figure it out because I kind of know what I'm talking about. I have been doing this for four and a half years. So I kind of a little bit know what I'm talking about when it comes to starting this journey and seeing the sustainable results. And so if right now you're like, but I'm not going to seek fast enough results. I'm not going to get where I want to go fast enough. Okay, change your fucking mindset. Remember, y'all, it's not about getting there the fastest. It's about getting there. We are in this for our entire fucking lives. Because if you get there fast, guess what? You're going to get burnt the hell out and then you're going to end up gaining it all back and you're going to end up having to fucking do it again. So what if it takes you three years to get to where you want to go? Four years, five years. How is five years in the rest of your life if it completely transforms the way you eat, think, and everything? It's nothing in the grand scheme of things. So stop trying to make this a fucking race. It's not. It's about learning how to transform our lives mentally, physically, nutritionally, spiritually, all over. And you can't do that by forcing yourself to eat fucking chicken and broccoli and working out seven days a week to lose 100 pounds in a year. But you can do that by learning how to enjoy alcohol in moderation, enjoying learning to enjoy the foods you love in moderation, but also adding substance like vegetables and stuff like that. That is the stuff that transforms our life. Yeah, it's going to make it slower results, but it's going to help you learn how to manage everyday situations. Because anybody can lock themselves in a fucking closet and kill themselves to lose weight and then finally unlock the closet and go back to living life. But they're going to gain it right back because they haven't learned how to manage their mindset and their food and all that. That's why so many people, yeah, they lose weight on things like the Octavia diet and all those extreme ones that prepare you food for you. But it doesn't fix the bullshit thoughts in our head. It doesn't fix our relationship with food. And then the second we hit our goal and that stuff's gone, we gain it all back. So start slow and steady. Work inwards to help change your outer appearance, okay? Number four, don't overcomplicate shit. Y'all, don't overcomplicate shit. It does not matter if you follow the fanciest diet in the world or do the best workouts in the world or whatever the case may be. It all boils down to consistency. Eating less of the shit we know that doesn't feel good, eating more of the shit that feels good, and learning how to move our body in a way that we can do consistently. That is what yields results. That is what changes lives. Everybody every day asks, Allie, what what workouts do you do to lose? I fucking, I just work out. I move my body. I lift some heavy shit. I move my body and get my heart rate up. It does not matter. Yes, I love beach body workouts because the variety and it helps make me more consistent and it helps me not burn out and all these things. But it's not one single workout that's going to make your results. It's the combination of consistently doing something. 
So stop overcomplicating and feeling if you just had the perfect diet and the perfect workout and the perfect this, that you're going to get the perfect results. Y'all, it doesn't exist. Perfection does not exist. The perfect nutrition is the nutrition that works best for you and your family and your lifestyle. But also what you can see yourself doing three, four, five years from now. Eat some shit that grows from the ground. Cut out as much processed as you can or reduce it as much as you can. Eat some protein, some carbs, some veggies, some fruit, and keep moving. Eat till you're full. Like, I feel like it's just so simple as that, but we like to overcomplicate it because everywhere we look, people are telling us, don't eat this, don't eat that. Fruit makes you fat. Carbs are the devil. Like, I have never heard anybody get fat from eating a fucking banana. So stop stressing it. We all know what we're supposed to eat. And if you don't say you know what you're supposed to eat, you're a fucking liar. We all know we should probably eat less drive through food and more whole foods. We all know that. Even if we want to act like we don't know, we know. So do that. Start slow. Start there. Don't worry about having to follow a plan 100% or doing anything 100%. Just start somewhere. Sometimes I think the hardest thing to do is just start. And once we move and we just start, then guess what? It gets a little easier from there. And if you're confused about where to start or how to start, ask yourself this, where am I right now, right? On a piece of paper, I had my clients do this for our um, boot camp call on Sunday. So I'm gonna have y'all do it too. Grab a piece of paper. On one side of the piece of paper, write where you are right now, right? Write where you're at right now. Are you working out at all? Are you working out zero times, one time, two times, three times, whatever? Are you eating nutritionally? What are you following? Whatever the case may be. Like, how are you right now? On the other side of the paper, right? You have your paper landscape. Landscape's long, right? I think so, yeah. Landscape. One side of the piece of paper, you're writing where you are. The other side of the piece of paper, you're writing what your goal is. What do you want to achieve? Do you want to work out seven days a week? Do you want to run a fucking marathon? Do you want to, you know, eat all seven servings of veggies? I don't know. Whatever the fuck you want. Where, Where do you see yourself wanting to go? Now, you see both of those and they are very far away from each other. How are you going to get there? Discovering those middle steps, discovering how you're going to get there. So this is where you pick one thing at a time. Each step is one thing at a time and it's going to get you closer to where you want to go. Yes, you're not going to see instant results. Get the fuck over it. Nobody does. There's no quick fix. Stop thinking that way and move the fuck on. That's my nicest way of saying it. And I probably wasn't that nice, but you know me. I don't, <laughs> I don't sugarcoat that shit because I probably would eat that too. Let's be real. Um, okay. <laughs> That's what my husband says. He's like, Ali, I can't sugarcoat shit because I'd eat that too. It's pretty funny. Um, he also says, round is a shape, Ali. I am in shape because round is a shape. <laughs> He's hilarious. We probably should get him on the podcast one day. Um, okay. And then... So now you've got those, you've got your steps. So now you know where to go. Now you know your one thing at a time. Then you've got your goal, you've got your steps. Now decide what's your one thing at a time. What is the one thing you're gonna do to get you closer to that this week? What is one thing you're gonna do to get you closer the next week and the next week? And you can start figuring it out from there. And then number five is when in doubt, faith it out. I hate it when bitches say you gotta fake it till you make it. No, you got to faith it till you make it. You got to have faith that you will 
get to where you want to go. You will hit your goal. You will prove to yourself that you're capable. You will get there. And even if right now it seems like a million gabillion miles away that you will eventually get there because you've got to have faith in yourself because if we don't have faith in ourselves, who can we have faith in? Because at the end of the day, the only person that can make or break us is us. And I love that. I love that at the end of the day, my results are on me. It's 100% on me and I can control me. There is a world full of bullshit that we cannot control, but we can always control us and our actions and the way that we do things. And I love that about fitness and nutrition and transforming my life and all the healthy shit because at the end of the day, I get to final say. I am the only thing that's ever going to stand in my way. And if I have faith in myself, then that is what's going to keep me going. And so, yeah, right now you probably are lacking a lot of faith because if you're like me, you have tried everything under the sun and have never succeeded. You've started and stopped multiple times. You've made commitments and broke them more times than you can count. And you've never upheld your end of the bargain. So of course your faith is going to be shaken in yourself. And of course it's going to be broken. But the only way that we regain that faith is by upholding the commitments we make to ourselves. And this goes back to number one, it's going back and picking small little changes to make going slow and steady and that is how we end up holding the commitments we make to ourselves which then creates faith in ourselves which then transforms our lives it's as simple as that y'all stop overcomplicating it it starts with us and it finishes with us and no amount of the perfect nutrition, the perfect workout, the perfect personal trainer, the perfect coach, the perfect anything. You can have every fucking perfect tool in the entire universe at your disposal. But if you're not willing to pick it up to fix your own life, then guess what? Nothing is going to change because the perfect tools don't fix anything. It takes a person using the tools to fix. So leaning into that faith in yourself and knowing that every single step and every single commitment you uphold and every single promise you keep to yourself, that is what's going to transform your life. Y'all, it's as simple as that. And I know you're probably like, I needed this profound thing. Like we always feel like if we had that one trick, the one little secret would change our entire lives. Well, I'm going to let y'all in on the one secret that's going to change your entire life. The secret is you. You are what's going to change your entire life. You are going to be the one that uses the tools. You are going to be the one that confronts every single fear that you have. You are going to be the one that upholds the commitments you make to yourself. You are going to be the one to learn to lean into things that are conducive to your journey instead of contradicting to your journey. You are going to be the one to change your life. You are your own secret. The secret to transformation is us. And the sooner that we realize that, the sooner that we can start transforming our lives. And so those are my five tips, y'all. I don't know if they helped at all, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to nutrition and fitness and mindset and lifestyle, right, it's not as much about the plans that we follow, but as long as we follow things consistently. So recapping the five tips, pick one thing at a time. Slow and steady always wins the race. Remember the tortoise and the hare. Stop saying I... Oh, don't overcomplicate shit. And when in doubt, faith it out. 
And then I did miss one. So we're going to try to like back up real quick. Stop saying I have to eat this way and start thinking I get to eat this way. I feel like I had to give you one actual plausible nutrition. Everything else is pretty much mindset. So this is my one nutrition thing. The more that we say I get to eat this way, I get to fuel my body, I get to eat whole foods, I get to go out and get these kind of foods versus I have to, makes our mind think, you know what, this is actually a privilege. Do y'all not realize the kind of privilege that it is to be able to eat vegetables and fruits and clean water and all this stuff? It's a fucking privilege that a lot of countries don't have. A lot of people don't have. So why do we continuously look at it as a punishment? Why is it we view it as a punishment that, We get to eat these foods. Oh, well, I have to eat these healthy foods when I really want to eat a burger, but it's going to make me feel like shit, right? Why do we look at it as a punishment to eat something that's actually going to make us feel good? Like, I don't fucking get it. So changing our perspective from I have to eat this way to I get to eat this way. I get to eat a salad. I get to eat something that's going to nourish my body and give me energy. I get to drink clean water. I get to do this. I get to move my body. I get to go on a run. I get to listen to this podcast. You don't have to do shit. Nobody's holding a fucking gun to your head telling you that you have to eat that salad, that you have to move your body, that you have to do this. You get to do this. You get to do it. Okay, I hope this helped y'all. And if it helped at all, please, 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 please do me a favor and share this to your Instagram stories. Tag me with your biggest takeaways. Um, I love to send you a little DM and say thank you. And if you have not yet, please scroll down, hit the five stars and leave some sweet words because it truly does help this podcast grow. And that is my mission with this is to help reach more people and help more people. You know, this is not income driving. I'm not making a dime from this. My goal with this podcast is to truly help as many women as I possibly can finally break the cycle. Finally realize that they are that bitch, that they can do the shit. Okay? So please do that. I love y'all. I believe y'all. And I'm going to leave you like I leave you every single time in a world full of bitches. Be that bitch. Whatever that bitch is to you. Love y'all. And I'll see you next week.